Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives about what's going on at their companies. With us today, I'm happy to have him back after a couple of years hiatus, Harry Barr, Chairman and CEO of New Age Metals. The company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol NAM for our friends in Frankfurt, in Europe actually, on Frankfurt under P7J, and for our friends in the US on the OTC under NMT. LF. Now, for those of you who are new uh, to the story, one thing you should know about is that Eric Sprott is a strategic her- uh, shareholder owning about 18.5% of the company. And why is that? Most of that is attributed to the company's PGM, Platinum Group Metals Division, uh, where they own 100% outright the River Valley Project, one of North America's largest undeveloped Platinum Group Metals projects. What does that mean? That's what Harry's going to talk to us about but it's 100 kilometers from Sudbury. You can drive there from to Toronto and you can actually even drive right onto the project. It's got 2.9 million ounces of palladium equivalent in the measured and indicated, and it's moving towards pre-feasibility. Harry, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having us on, George. Hey, we're happy to have you back because you've got some big things happening. Uh, let's first talk about, before we get into the numbers on the PA and all that, um, a PGM deposit. A lot of people don't understand what that means. So in layman's terms, if you kind of explain to people what, what's so important out of, about a platinum group metals project. Well, platinum group metal project can be more palladium or more platinum. In our case, we're primarily a palladium project. So about 65% of the metals, uh, we have about eight different metals in the project, uh, is palladium. Platinum second, we have gold, and then we have some base metals after that. So um, most of the palladium in the world is used as, um, in your auto catalyst in your car and your tailpipe as an anti-pollution device. Now, a couple of years ago, people really didn't care about PGM deposits. What's changed for you over the last couple of years to, to even get someone like Eric on board as, a, as such a significant shareholder? Well, I think the price has helped us a lot uh, last year, George. It went, you know, in the last couple of years from about $1,200 to as high as $2,700. Uh, currently today, it's around $2,200 U.S. Right. That's U.S. Uh, of course, you can add another almost 30% to that for Canadian dollars. But it's about supply and demand. Uh, palladium has been in deficit since about 2012. So there's a lot less of it being produced than what's needed. And that's what's driven the price uh, to its current highs. And the price is basically when price of um, gold changes and goes up, everybody's focused in terms of investor focus starts to look at that. And we're a much smaller industry than gold, but uh, what's happened in the last couple of months is that anybody who had a decent palladium project, and they're very hard to find in North America, has had uh, investor focus and being able to raise money and, and get their projects moving forward. So the good news there, Harry, is there's real demand for the palladium. This isn't just 
a market play uh, where palladium has gone up because you got a bunch of traders and people like that who are just speculating. There's real demand for palladium and there's a real demand. There's going to be a real need for the River Valley project in the future. Yes, we're, we're following the analysts that follow the industry and uh, they're looking at least four or five good years ahead in terms of the undersupply of palladium and in terms of what's needed in the world. How much of that is tied into the electric vehicle? Is it is palladium important for all cars, or is it even more important for electric vehicles and the, and the new renewable energy cars that we're all now seeing coming on the market? Well, it's it's certainly uh, more the traditional vehicles that it's used in the auto catalysts or gasoline and diesel engines, uh, mostly gasoline. Uh, but it is also used in in cars that are both battery and and um, and traditional engines uh, too. So. Um, how, how big, okay, so, you know, car market's actually incredibly big. So how big in layman's terms is the River Valley project in terms of numbers? Uh, you know, if and when it comes to production, we're going to talk about that more like when it comes to production, you know, how big are the numbers in order to be able to help make a dent in the world, in the world demand for palladium? Well, it is basically built as one of North America's largest undeveloped palladium projects. Um, there are other companies that may have more palladium, but their primary project, uh, their primary production is either in copper or nickel first, and the byproduct would palladium be palladium and platinum. But uh, where our principal uh, product there on River Valley is palladium. The PEA that looked incredibly positive. I mean, there are a lot. Obviously, people should go read that. Uh, but there are a ton of details in there. But the one that you know we all talk about and stands out is the fact that it's got a 14-year. It calls for a 14-year mine of life at 120,000 ounces uh, a year. At uh, at a current price of $2,200 an ounce for palladium, does that make the project you know viable, economic? Does it make you happy as a CEO? Well, the, um, the, the PEA that was done last year, we only used $1,200 an ounce palladium, and it was positive then. So it would be much more uh, positive and robust at 2200 no doubt. So what's it going to take, Harry? Um, uh, and, and we're going to hop a bit because I know you just started a drill program. We'll talk a little bit about that. But if everything goes right for you uh, and for the economy and for the, and, and, and for the industry, What's a ballpark ETA for when River Valley could become a producer? Well, we're following up on the recommendations of the PEA right now. Uh, part of that we would be working towards a pre-feasibility study. But, you know, in a perfect world, financed the right way, three to five years, George, uh, should get us to production. Uh, five being most likely the most realistic, given the market conditions right now. But there's tremendous demand for it and need, and uh, we're in one of the best mining areas in the world. So we would uh, produce on site a concentrate, and we would ship it to Sudbury, where there's ample uh, um, ability to take the concentrates and produce it into uh, platinum plate. Yeah, that's for sure. You're in the, you're in the right place. And how you know that infrastructure, Harry? How important is that? The fact that someone can literally drive up. I've done it years ago. You can drive up the 400 to to Sudbury Hill make a right, make another right, and you can basically drive right onto the property, have your coffee, eat a sandwich, and, and hang out all day. So what kind of advantage does that give you relative to others uh, and other projects around North America? 
It's a tremendous advantage. I mean, being where we are, 100 kilometers from from uh, one of the biggest mining centers in the world is unbelievable. Everything we need is there, George. Do you plan on going about this yourself? Like, are you, are you are at the end of the day, are you thinking that you know uh, New Age Metals will go raise the money, the the capex, go through it all, or are you thinking more? You you know, sooner or later, you're gonna you're gonna create a joint venture with a much bigger company around the world and let them kind of take responsibility for that part. Well, we're moving ahead as best we can with the money we have now, George, but I think long-term it would either be a joint venture with a big company or a joint venture putting several assets in the Sudbury district together, uh, us being uh, one of the biggest ones that would be focused on platinum group metals. So we're we're looking at both those concepts right now and talking to big, bigger companies about that. Uh, Actually, okay, so you just took the question out of my mouth there because I was going to ask you, what can you tell us about what kind of interest you've had from, uh, from bigger companies? Are they, you know, has the phone been ringing since the PA last year? And, uh, you know, what, what kind of interest are you attracting the right, are you attracting the kind of interest that's making you happy that, you know, uh, you could have a potentially good partner with you if you needed to. The earlier part of this year, we absolutely were. And it looked to me as, you know, the, the year that people understood to understand and ask about platinum group metals and invest in it. As you know, the last few weeks have kind of slowed everything down. But I, I think, you know, the back end of this year, the third and fourth quarter, uh, most of those companies can focus back again on looking, uh, you know, at what's available, uh, how many new age metals are out there. There aren't very many. There's a handful of companies, George, in this in our country and Canada that, that have projects, and we have one of the biggest uh, uh, that needs to be developed. So. Um, yeah, I'm optimistic, but the last few weeks have kind of slowed everybody down a bit. Yeah, that's true. Corona has obviously had an impact on the on on, on the capital markets at the end. But Harry, fair to say that even though you know, and hopefully for everyone at home and for the entire world, we're hoping that it'll be over sooner rather than later. And uh, and it certainly potentially looks that way. But is it fair to say at the end of the day, business is business, and we have to talk about the business side of things as much as we send out hopes and prayers to everybody around the world that in the long run, you know, the coronavirus really has no impact on, on new age metals. No, I, I, I don't think it, it has, but obviously it's affecting everything now. I think it's, it's like many other stocks that are out there. Um, it's an excellent chance to be looking at coming into the market. Um, certainly we haven't stopped. Uh, as you mentioned, we're out there with a drill rig right now, drilling on a new discovery that is right beside our main resource that we think will all become part of one. And uh, so the company moves forward no matter what. Uh, But uh, I think it'll, in terms of a lot of interest from bigger companies, it's probably a couple quarters away. I'm glad you actually brought that up. So is there room for River Valley to grow? Because you're right, I was talking about almost like it was, you know, finite, that's it. It's Which, which by the way, would be great at 2.9 million ounces of palladium equivalent, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at, especially with 14 years at 120,000 ounces. But is there room for River Valley to continue to grow, Harry? Absolutely. There's another million ounces over above what you were talking about and inferred. All of that just needs a little more drilling to bring it into the higher categories. And we have 16 kilometers, if you can picture that, Georgia mineralization. It's, it's huge. It could well be a new mining district. A lot of it needs to be drilled out. We're not drilled out on surface. We've only drilled an average to about 220 meters. 
So where we see the upside are we, we've basically done our new round of geophysics just in the northern portion of the property. And this pine zone that's being drilled now is a new discovery. And we have nine other targets right beside it. The beauty is it, it's, it will attach right on to the mineralization that is already in our resources. Uh, over and above that, we hope to do um, modern day geophysics on the whole 16 kilometers. So that should bring up a lot of new targets if we were to continue to find mineralization in the football, which we never really recognized before. And the last thing is that a lot of the deposits in Canada, there's only a handful of them, especially in Sudbury, is the deeper they go down in Sudbury, Georgia, and they're down several thousand meters now, they're finding PGMs as a byproduct. If you go to North American Palladium's project, Lactazeal, um, they basically are underground. They started and for 20 years mined a deposit similar to ours, open pit, and now they're underground. And they have found very high grade at depth. We've hardly ever drilled a hole over 400 meters and we were still in mineralization of this property. So there's lots of upside, both in what we're finding now, deep drilling, continued drilling along this 16 kilometers. And with new geophysics, we may find a lot more targets. So in some ways, Harry, this, you know, this, uh, how you said earlier, might be a couple of quarters away, given what's going on in the capital markets before big companies start coming back and, and talking to you. I um, mean, a lot, in some ways, this may actually be a benefit to the company because it's going to give you more time to get the drill results out there, do some geophysics. And, uh, and a couple of quarters from now, when everyone comes knocking, you've got an even better, potentially a better package to, to show everybody. Well, that's correct. And, you know, we're continuing to talk to them. We do have some companies interested. I just noticed in the last few weeks, it's a little harder to get things done simply because they're probably focused on other situations and what's happening in the world today. But yeah, we're excited about where we're going. Uh, Should be some good news coming out in the next month or two on the drilling we're doing now. And, uh, you know, we're continue to develop one of the only unique projects of its kind in North America. Last question for you. You know, uh, people on the GORCOM know and everyone, anyone who watched my webcast know that third-party validation is very important to me and everyone here at GORCOM because at the end of the day, Harry, you know what? Uh, you're the CEO of New Age Metals and your job is to move the company forward, be optimistic and put your best foot forward. And sometimes that means talking about all the good things and not really talking about if there are any bad things or, you know, real hurdles or whatever the case is. In your case, a third-party validation uh, for what you're saying comes in the form of Eric Sprott owning 18.5% of the outstanding shares of New Age Metals. And there's a reason for that because I'm assuming he didn't want to go over the 20% threshold at the end of the day. So he seems like he's taken about as much as he can take without getting over that 20% threshold. What does that mean to you, uh, you know, and for your shareholders? And then what does that mean when you're talking to bigger you know, potential partners to know that you've got someone of that significance in your corner to that extent? Well, it's a very strong validation of the company. Uh, He's known as one of the best resource investors in the world, became a billionaire because of it. And we're really happy to have Mr. Sprott as part of the company. Um, You know, I think he looked at the industry, obviously he's a gold and silver investor first. And it, it, you know, we've talked to him a couple times in the last couple of years, and it's only been after the new year that he started to look at PGMs, and it had to be the price of palladium moving and the deficit it had to come into companies like ourselves. So we're really excited to have Mr. Sprott as an investor, and as I say, it's a validation, and he's one of the best investors of his kind in the world. 
And Harry, I'll give you credit because a lot of people who are going to start coming, you know, into the new age metal story who didn't really know it before and are just really starting to find out about it. A lot of people don't realize that you you didn't hop on to the palladium, you know, the palladium craze. You're not a Me Too company. You've held on to River Valley and new age metals for a number of years when it wasn't popular right? Uh, there was really no interest with interest in it when it was trading even below $1,000 an ounce. So, you know, what, what does that say about you and your character and your belief in this project that you never wavered, you knew this day would come, and you didn't do the, you didn't, you didn't commit the sin that a lot of small cap CEOs uh, do on the venture in the CSE where they suddenly switch gears in the, the latest hot thing, you know, how, how, how uh, fulfilling is that for you to be in this position today? Well, uh, we've been in this business a long time in the Palladium Platinum business. And, you know, it's certainly something that I've always understood and appreciated and, and knew that there was a need for it. But yes, up until the last few months, I said most people couldn't say or spell Palladium and or understood, <laughs> you know, what it was used for. So, you know, one of the biggest reasons we stayed involved is it's a large deposit. We think it can get much larger and its location is second to none in the world. And, uh, you know, there's a, a tremendous need for platinum group metals. And finally, uh, the sun's shining on, on our industry. Well, Harry, uh, congratulations on everything you've achieved. And to me, especially the fact that you're able to stick to your game plan, show resolve, and now get you, the company, and your shareholders to this, to this point. Um, we're going to have you back on here for sure in the next several weeks because you have you started a drill program on March the 26th. That was just less than a week ago. So I'm I presume we're going to have you back on to talk about some great results. So thanks a lot in the meantime for joining us. And I'll leave the last word to you about what you want to say to your shareholders and the investors out there in general. Well, I think we're a unique company, George. We didn't talk about our lithium division, but we do have a lithium division. What makes us unique is we're a green metals company that has the ability to help supply uh, both the traditional automobile industry and the battery electric vehicle industry. Right. And, you know, outside of the fact that the large deposit we have, I think that makes us a, a unique company. Thanks for joining us, Harry. All right. Stay safe to everyone at home. As you can tell, you know, I'm obviously at home. Harry's obviously at home. And, uh, you know, PSA here, public service announcement, stay home, stay safe. Let's make sure our healthcare workers and our first responders, our frontline workers, uh, don't have an even bigger workload than they're already dealing with. Uh, and, uh, and hopefully we'll all be together and safe uh, on the next interview. But until then, you've been watching Harry Barr, CEO of New Age Metals, NAM on the TSX Venture Exchange, NMTLF on the OTC, P7J on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange. Start your due diligence. God knows we've all got a lot of time for our hands, and those, there's only so many Netflix shows we can watch. So you're at home. You've watched Harry. Maybe watch the interview again. Absorb what he had to say. Get to Agoracom, uh, start your due diligence there by going to the company's hub, check out the profile page, learn more about the company, hop over to the New Age Metals site, learn more. And then when you've got questions, because you inevitably are going to have those questions, the forum on Agoracom is a verified moderated forum. Post your questions and we'll make sure that the company gets the answers to you so you can complete your due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a fantastic day. See you next time.